Hey, welcome back to In Between the Grooves, the show where we encourage everyone to listen to the full album listen experience in its entire entirety from start to finish. And all the wondrous joy that comes with those episodes. My name is Grant Konopsky. I will be your lovely, ravishing host today. And joining me in the studio today is a Mr. Grant Konopsky. Well, hey, Grant. How's it going? Nice to meet you. Oh, hey, Grant. How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just swell today. How are you doing, Mr. Grant? Oh, I'm doing all right. And then to my left here, I also have a one and only, straight off the block, chip off the old block, if you will, a Mr. Grant Dizzle for shizzle, a Mr. G squared on the microphone, a Mr. Grant Godomsky. Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing? I'm doing well, Grant. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Grant, 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 So today we're going to be talking about a very deep and possibly contentious topic, and that is um, why is indie rock the best genre, and why should my other podcast host, who shall not be named so far, actually like indie rock more than they actually do? Well, Grant, I'm glad you kind of talked about that because I think um, ultimately it is the best genre, as we've talked about. It kind of allows you to feel like a bit of a hipster, even if you've never been much of a hipster as well as feel like you live in a cool city like Portland as opposed to Westchester, Pennsylvania. That's an interesting take, Grant, because I think uh, I think there's an element of kind of like coolness and like collegeness that kind of keeps you young and hip. Whereas when you're like a Grant like me, if you will, you start to get a little bit older in your time and you start to get a little bit more um, set in your ways, if you will. Corporate job, focusing on work, all that. So I think there's something to kind of like keeping that youngness and that freshness um, in your life. And I think it's a good genre to kind of keep that alive. And I think that's kind of like part of my journey with the indie rock landscape. So that's interesting, Grant. So when was your first experience with indie rock as a genre? Well, I do have a bit of a formative story around this. And um, I'm glad you asked, Grant, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course, Grant. Yeah, thank you, Grant. Oh, and thank you as well, Grant. Oh, yeah, thank you, Grant. Yeah, Grant, thank you. So back when I was about in the 7th to 8th grade or so, um, I was at my aunt and uncle's house, and my cousin, who very cool guy, very nice guy, lives out in uh, California these days. Um, he was out in college. He was actually in college in Drexel back in the day, back in uh, Philadelphia. And um, we were listening to like this really good music over like the media player. And I kind of went, "Wow, this is actually like this is pretty good. Uh, what is this?" It's like, "Oh, this is uh, this is Pavement. You ever heard of Pavement? No clue. No idea who Pavement was. Oh, and spoiler, Grant. By the way, pay attention. Come on." Wake up, Grant. Um, we're going to be doing a pavement episode later on on In Between the Grooves with those other two like loser hosts that also do the show with me and uh, ride my coattails, let's be honest. So strap in and uh, strap up your belt buckles for that one. But um, yeah, he was like, yeah, this this is a really good band. This is called Pavement. They're sort of like one of the earlier indie bands. And they, they produce a lot of kind of like really cool kind of slacker rock type stuff. Well, yeah, this is freaking mind-blowing. Like up till now, I was in a band. I was pretty into kind of like metal, classic rock, um, genres like that. And uh, this is the first time I heard something a little bit kind of like more hip, more fresh, that didn't feel like what was on the radio at the time. It felt a little bit different, a little bit kind of newer 
um, compared to that, and a little bit kind of like off kilter compared to that. So sure enough, Mr. Brian um, created a whole bunch of different, uh, I don't know how he did it. I think he put like five or six albums on a zip file and put that on a CD. Looking back, I still have no idea how on earth he pulled that off. But somehow he was able to do that. And he got, um, and I could probably list off the albums verbatim because it was such a formative experience for me from a music perspective. Um, it was Alligator and Boxer by The National, How Strange Innocence by Explosions in the Sky, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain by Pavement. I believe it was, I can't remember the name of the album by Built to Spill. There was a Built to Spill album on there. It was like the one with like the girl with like the wings on the cover. You know the one, the Grant, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I know that one. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. And then uh, was it? It was uh, two Hold Steady albums, so Separation Sunday and uh, Stay Positive. And then I believe there was one more. Oh yeah, Spoons Give Me Fitchin', which was a classic. And I wore the crap out of that CD. I listened to that thing so much. Somehow I was able to like export it from like the zip file on a CD onto a computer. And then later he also sent me a Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, which spoiler alert we will be listening to on a future episode as long as one of the other co-hosts that uh, ride my coattails is able to edit that one. Oh, interesting, Grant. So what was his name again? Oh, I don't remember. It's not important. Uh, okay, Grant. I mean, we're the most important hosts on this podcast, right? Yeah, that is true, Grant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so we, um, that was a very formative experience for me in terms of my kind of musical landscape. And it kind of exposed me to some of the newer music that was out there. It allowed me to kind of like within the kind of mid-2000s starts to discover some more of what actually exists in the musical landscape. Mind you, this was well before Spotify or other ways to discover new music early. And all my friends back in high school were kind of like more like metal people or classic rock or sort of like we had the same kind of taste in the same bands, all that good stuff. So um, not a lot of people were listening to this kind of music. So it was a very formative experience for me to kind of like widen my musical horizons. Hawaiians, horizons. Grant, you're Hawaiian, right? Yeah, I was actually born in Hawaii. No way, same here. Grant, how about you? Where were you born? Uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Dude, we're so similar as people. That's awesome. Anyway, um, so yeah, it was one of those formative moments I had within my uh, my music career. And I think that uh, musical genre, for me, I just kind of carried forward with it, discovered more and more newer and newer bands, continued to circle back to the classics. Um, even what, 15 something years later, continue to kind of go back to the classics whenever it makes sense, but um, also expanding my horizons quite a bit. And of course, over time, I've become more broad in my musical tastes and in my kind of maturity as a music listener, um, appreciating more of the many different genres and many different types of music that exist in the world. But indie rock continues to have a strong place within my heart. And I kind of think back to that first expansion of my musical boundaries. Uh, that really kind of, I think, cemented my cemented my taste for it, as well as my discovery of what the musical landscape could contain for just a kid from New York like I was. So Grant, moving to a new topic, and I feel like we've kind of had to have this talk for a while, Grant. So on In Between the Grooves, the podcast that we're currently talking on, we have this uh, co-host, Grant, and he clearly is the best co-host on In Between the Grooves. So... Why is he such a good co-host, one? And then two, and this might be the harder question, actually, why is he so popular? And why is he the favorite on In Between the Grooves? Well, Grant, um, you really ask hard questions, and that's what I appreciate about you. Um, I think in terms of why he's such a good co-host, co-host, mm-hmm, a co-host, 
he's just so darn funny and he just says things incorrectly all the time and he just doesn't know how to say words. And it's really endearing in a strange and kind of um, attractive way, you know? He's weirdly attractive as a person and I think every girl in America should look at this guy and go, man, that's a hot dude right there. It's funny you say that, Grant, because I think that uh, that is pretty accurate, to be honest. Um, he really is just a great guy, and he's just like an incredible connoisseur of beer as well. Like, this guy knows really good beer, and it's just like, it's amazing how good at beer he is, you know? That's great. That's great. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And then um, I noticed you kind of dodged my second question there by not answering it, so please answer both my questions, Grant. Oh, sorry. It's, it's okay. You get a pass, Grant. Um, second question is, why is he the best co-host? I think it's just the endearingness. It's the charm of him. You know, it's his inability to say words well. It's his inability to find words, if you will. Um, you love his long tangents where he just goes on about nothing and then kind of loses the trail. Um, and like a grandfather just sort of like trails off into nothingness until you kind of tuck him back into bed. It's just all very endearing and kind of like very charming at the same time. And it's just really incredible how he's able to speak for hours into a microphone, and yet never really say anything, you know? And that's just incredible the way that he's able to do that. I think you have a point there, Grant, about the, his ability to just sort of like keep going on a topic that he doesn't know about, uh, anything about. It really kind of contributes as well to the show that we're doing in between the grooves, because I think it, uh, it allows him to really sound like he knows what he's talking about when he really actually profoundly does not that is true. That is true. I'm glad you noticed that as well about Grant Grant. And yeah, Grant, that was a great perspective on Grant. So good job, Grant. You also like how he doesn't, isn't able to say his own name, like Grant Kodomsky. Yeah, no, he really is very bad at saying that name, Grant Kodomsky. Yeah, it's funny because that's actually his name. Isn't that right, Grant Kodomsky? Yeah, that's right, Grant Kodomsky. Yeah, so those are some good perspectives. I think we've pretty much established that he is the best co-host on In Between the Grooves, as well as the most handsome, the most popular, easily the most athletic, the, uh, the best beard, I'd say, a really good beard on In Between the Grooves, and absolutely the best beer taste on In Between the Grooves. So anything else that you'd like to say about Grant before we cut, Mr. Grant? Yeah, I think he's a really good dude. Um, yeah, I think he's done a really good job at being able to weasel his way onto a podcast, which is impressive. And uh, now that we're doing this podcast, there's a bunch of grants on this uh, podcast, In Between the Grants. Um, I think it's really impressive how he's able to just talk at length about things that he doesn't know about. So I think, like I said, I think that's very attractive. And I think every woman in the, the tri-state area should be impressed by that. Okay, yeah. Grant, any uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'd pretty much echo that. I think he's a, he's a great guy. Um, I think everybody should listen to the podcast that he's on and also just send him money directly because um, he'll enjoy that. So if you could just uh, reach out and uh, PayPal him money directly, um, I think he'd really appreciate that. I think he really deserves that, speaking as as somebody who uh, knows him well, as one Grant to another, if you will. Awesome. Well, thank you both, uh, Grant and Grant. Um, this was another high-quality episode of In Between the Grooves. And uh, I hope to see you all in a few weeks, fresh, bright-eyed, ready to go, talk about some more music, which is all we talked about today and nothing else. By the way, also, Arcade Productions is a really good production company. They are the ones who are actually allowing me to put my voice onto tape here. So highly recommend if you enjoy this grant-related content, as well as non-grant-related content, if you ever feel the need for whatever reason to actually listen to something that doesn't include either mine, mine, or my amazing voice, then go ahead and check out Arcade Productions. 
And uh, yeah, with that, I think we're going to sign off here as the three grants. And for Grant, for Grant, and for a Mr. Grant Kodomsky, we'll catch you all on the flip side. Bye. 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 Grant. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't believe I'm actually doing this.